Hello, everyone, and welcome to Top Stock, episode 20, and we thank you for listening in from whenever and wherever you are. I'm your host, Alex Birch. We have a wonderful episode in store for you that focuses on a supremely important aspect of our beloved game of baseball, diversity. Jackie Robinson Day is celebrated throughout Major League Baseball on April 15th, and we at Tops have some special plans for the big day. Andrew Diamond and Mike Lincolns of the Tops.com website stop by to discuss what's in store for Tops now, and Tops Bunt app producer Mike Salerno talks about the special releases that have been commemorating the icon throughout the week. Later on in the episode, I'll play my pre-recorded interview with Tyrone Brooks. The last time Tyrone and I spoke, he was the director of player development with the Pittsburgh Pirates, but now he's the senior director of Major League Baseball's front office and field staff diversity pipeline program. Tyrone and I spoke about his new responsibility when he first started his tenure there a few months ago. But before I get the interviews rolling, I have with me Kevin Moody of the marketing team to break down this week's Tops News. Kev, take it away. Thanks, Alex. This is Tops News for the week of April 11th. The wait is finally over for MLS fans, as Tops released 2016 Major League Soccer trading cards this week. The product features a 200-card base set and includes autographs by many of the MLS top players. Many first-time signers for Tops include international stars and young prospects, such as Frank Lampard, Sebastian Giovinco, and MLS Super Draft number one pick, Jack Harrison. With two autos and one relic per box, fans are sure to enjoy opening packs of Tops MLS. The second release this week for Tops is Museum Collection Baseball, which is back again with one hit in every pack. Tops brought in some of their best artists for Museum Collection to create sketch cards for their Canvas Collection insert set. These beautiful original art cards can be found randomly in boxes of 2016 Topps Museum Collection Baseball, so be sure to pick up a box today. With the release of 2016 Bowman Baseball right around the corner, Topps has released a product checklist on Topps.com, with a number of prospects signing for the first time, including Alex Bregman, Daz Cameron, and more. Also on Topps.com is Topps Authentics, the only place to find signed memorabilia from MLB players Carlos Correa, Luis Severino, Francisco Lindor, Quinta Maeda, and others. Be sure to check out the great selection of Tops Authentics on Tops.com. For more information on this and everything Tops, including redemption reports, product information, and more, check out the Tops blog on Tops.com. You can also follow us through Facebook at Facebook.com Tops, on Twitter at Tops Cards, or Instagram at Topsports. He's the app producer for Tops Bunt. Mike Salerno is here. Mike, how you doing? Good, good, Alex. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thanks. And especially because Jackie Robinson Day is oh so close, a day that I love dearly. And I know that Tops Bunt and everyone here at Tops really does enjoy. And again, that is what this episode is about. And for Bunt, Explain to the listeners what can what they can expect for the big day. Yeah, well, like you said, I mean, Jackie Robinson Day is a is a landmark day for everyone here and and all the fans in Bunt as well. And um, we've kind of expanded on Jackie Robinson Day this year, and we've made it Jackie Robinson Week, which we think is kind of uh, really fun. All through this week, uh, we've been releasing cards featuring players uh, wearing the number forty two, as everyone does in Major League Baseball on Jackie Robinson Day. Um, they've been two per day. And uh, we've got a very special limited card release coming on Friday. Uh, I guess it's related to a player wearing number 42, but that's all I can say for now. You'll definitely have to come in to Top Spawn on Friday, probably early afternoon, if I'm being honest, uh, to check out... <laughs> when you wake up. <laughs> when I wake up. Uh, if uh, yeah, if you come in around early afternoon, you'll be able to see a very limited time 
uh, card release of a player wearing 42. And why was it so important to make this type of a special Jackie Robinson tribute? Well, I think, uh, you know, regardless of who you are, he's he was a role model uh, and just one of the most influential people in, in sports history. Forget baseball for a second. It's uh, He transcends so many different things. Um, and we're proud to keep on that tradition in Bunt, and we want our fans to enjoy it as much as they possibly can. And when people look at the the Jackie Robinson inserts from this week, they'll they'll see a type of montage effect. Ex- explain uh, what went into that and why you guys chose that type of design. Yeah, and uh, the architect behind that is none other than uh, Dan Polito, our outstanding bunt designer, who uh, I, I always feel compelled to give a shout out to. He does fantastic work, and he did again this time. Um, it's it's a very interesting design with numerous. Um, portraits of Jackie over the course of his career surrounding the perimeter of the card and again that player wearing 42 is kind of uh, central in the middle and it's uh, it's become something that our, our fans have really taken to and uh, I can certainly see why for good reason. And so for fans who can who get all of the Jackie Robinson inserts this week, I know there's a very special award that is associated with it. Yes of course and so for collecting all 10 in the series um, Probably Saturday afternoon, you'll be given um, the special Jackie Robinson card of the Jackie Robinson set. So um, even if some of them are sold out currently, come into the app. You can get them via trade through other, you know, with other fans, uh, and collect the rest of the set on Thursday and Friday. And uh, you'll be able to secure that very exclusive Jackie Robinson award card that I know that fans are going crazy after. He's the web content and marketing strategist for the tops.com site. And he was on last week. Happy to have him back, Andrew Diamond. And alongside him is Mike Lincolns, the art director for e commerce here at Tops. So, guys, for Tops Now, which you know, last week Andrew and I talked about for a decent amount of time, and you know, what better way to hear more about it than to first hear about the plans that you guys have for Jackie Robinson Day? So, how is Tops now going to honor this man? Well, we're going to keep it pretty simple. Um, stick with our you know theme of the program, which is really launching a card every day, if, if not more than one card every day. But on April 15th, on Jackie Robinson Day itself, uh, we will be releasing a card of Jackie Robinson commemorating his debut in 1947. Um, it's actually going to be the only card with the year in the date, since it's not of 2016. Uh, the image, which is, um, I believe Mike has picked one out. I'm not sure if he's decided upon it quite yet, but it will come from the actual debut game. Right, right. Um, and it'll be in black and white, correct, Mike? Uh, right. And uh, design-wise, I think everything else is going to fall into place except for that year aspect as well. Yeah, it's also going to include uh, the official Jackie Robinson Day logo. And uh, like Andrew said, um, a nice black and white image from his debut, uh, which is is really cool to get something from that actual game. Now, I I know I heard from your side, Andrew, about Tops Now and how that came to be and what this product means in in your line of view. But for Mike, from the art side of it, when you were first figuring out what Tops Now was going to look like, what were the stages of that creation? Initially, the the first thought in my head, and I think the whole team agreed, was we needed nice full bleed photography. Um, these cards, they capture moments more than a typical base card. Um, so it's really about 
you know, a particular moment of a game, you're going to see celebrations, high fives, curtain calls, um, particular at bats. So uh, we wanted to highlight that photography with a nice full bleed card. And then the design kind of fell into place. Um, obviously, a, a modern, sleek look because it's uh, it's such a, a present, you know, um, current product. And then I thought featuring the date right on the front of the card um, would really be a nice touch, help us stand out from your typical top space card. So that's where we got those uh, the circle elements uh, that run down the right side of the frame. To get away from the actual card design, let's talk about the logo. I mean, that in itself has a life of its own. The Tops Now logo, who created that logo? Was that you who also created that logo? Yeah, that was me with the logo. Uh, the logo was something that was where we started. Um, this is a um, a product that really came together quickly. Um, so it was a short amount of time. And the, the concept was, uh, um, along with the base design, um, to be minimal. So that's where you have, uh, you know, the, the logo is actually a simple stroke and the photo comes through the logo. Um, and that's in line with the, the base card design is really just to show off the photo and the frame and the logo, the text, everything is as minimal as possible. So we use that thin white stroke motif across the logo, across the, the card design, and across the typography. When I interviewed him last year, he was the director of player development for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But today, he is now the senior director of the new front office and field staff diversity pipeline program of Major League Baseball. And that is Tyrone Brooks. Tyrone, thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, well, thanks, Alex. Glad to be here. Let's go into what this job is. I mean, it's a very long and descriptive job name. But uh, why don't you uh, explain a little bit about what your new job title means? Yeah, uh, one of the things uh, back in November initially, that's when it kind of really all really started as far as uh, Major League Baseball uh, reached out to different executives throughout the game, including myself, and uh, we were looking to put together an advisory council that would be involved in uh, in the process, just trying to understand further about the diversity in our game, and how we can increase that, and and talk about how can we help to increase the diversity in the game. And uh, this council was put together, and then as I learned further about it, uh, it turned out they wanted to actually hire someone to run uh, this actual program, uh, which is the front office and field staff diversity program, pipeline program. And when I uh, looked at the job description, I, I realized. You know, there was a lot of qualities in uh, some of the duties and things that were involved that I felt I was already kind of doing informally, and I, I just felt like it was a really great fit as far as uh, with this program. We're trying to help get individuals, you know, women and minorities, into positions within you know, front offices uh, and also diversity within uh, coaching staffs at the big league level and, uh, and finding individuals that are can go through the pipeline. And uh, I just felt intrigued by it and looked at this and saw that this was just a great opportunity and went through the process and you know, here it all comes to fruition here now. But the whole idea is see if we can increase the pool of individuals that are talented that are looking to get into the game but are diverse candidates 
and give them opportunities uh, to make their way through the pipeline. And then also those that are already in the pipeline presently, you know, look through the, look for steps and how we can help those individuals also to grow and to uh, develop into leaders and get into leadership roles throughout the game. And that's that's really what how we're trying to do it. And it's, it's, we're looking at trying to create some programs that can be put in place uh, to help speed up maybe this process to at least get us you know, deep into it. Uh, but also it's uh, you know, looking at entry-level jobs, whether internship or uh, or a front a fully a front office job for somebody starting out, uh, just to get into the pipeline, and then from there we can continue to work with those individuals to help them grow and make their way through the pipeline to become you know, eventual leaders. And when we spoke last, we went really in depth in, in, into your background and how you yourself have grown through Major League Baseball and how you, know, you have been given many olive branches. In this way, you can really pay it forward almost completely in full with your new position. But as you noted earlier, you were doing this job in a way, you know, informally. Explain to the listeners how. Yeah, you know, when I looked first from my own career, you know, I had uh, you know, 20 years ago, the Atlanta Braves took a chance on me. And uh, I'm so thankful for that opportunity. Somebody gave me that opportunity to get myself in the door and uh, that paved the way for me. And then also as I made my way through the pipeline itself, I had individuals that were willing to share and also help me and guide me as I was going through and also wanted to see me succeed. And um, and that's where then allowed me to, to then obviously move up through the organization with the Braves and then making my way through from there. But with uh, this program, I just, when I was first, you know, brought it to my attention and just felt like this is my opportunity to kind of give back to those individuals that, uh, that in the last six years I've been involved with the, I created the baseball industry network on LinkedIn that has been a viable option for those that are trying to get into the game. And, uh, now this opportunity fully has given me a chance to help individuals grow and to get into the game. And I, I just felt so compelled by the fact that, 20 years ago, someone gave a chance to me, and how can I repay that to other people that are deserving you know, candidates? And, uh, and that's where this whole thing came about. And I just really felt like, for me, it was just the right time to do that. And uh, you know, I'm just so appreciative how someone were, you know, people were so willing to, to put energy and time into me. And now I get to do that on a daily basis now in this new role. Incredibly fitting, Tyrone. And for those who who know you best, I'm sure they understand that this is almost a, a, a coming home of sorts for you to be in this type of a role as, as it's so fitting for you. Now, when you get this kind of a name tag, there's obviously a lot of weight to it. Do you feel that weight? Because uh, this is a pretty big responsibility now that, that you're in charge of. You know, I, I haven't really... Uh thought a whole lot about that. I've just tried to focus on how I can help make our game better uh, and just also bring different perspectives to the game. And uh, the commissioner is very committed to this initiative, and that was the, the biggest thing I, for, me, for me personally. I had to make sure before I jumped into this was to make sure that the commissioner and the commissioner's office was fully uh, ready to bring everything 
to allowing this program to be successful. And once I got that that feeling from talking to the commissioner and other representatives here within the league, uh, that's when I knew this was something I wanted to be a part of. And uh, I, I just look at it, you know, I want to do the best I can to uh, have people and bring them an opportunity so they can have a long and successful career in the game. You know, I, I look back you know, 20 years and I, I'm just I'm blown away that I've been able to do something that I love to do for the last 20 years. And uh, if I can do that and help people along the way and see them, you know, get a foothold in the game and an understanding where they want to go and try to help guide them, you know, I'm, that brings a lot of joy to me, and also it makes our game better. Now, you're very new into this role, of course, but what kind of early steps is your group taking to really tackle this big goal of yours? One of the biggest things initially here is just, you know, we're talking to ownership. We're talking to the presidents. We're talking to the GMs uh, to make them aware of what this program is about. That's the first step that we're taking right now in making them and giving them an idea of what we're trying to do and giving them a better understanding of what this is all about. Uh, and then from there, now talking to the clubs to find out more about their present processes that they go through in the hiring cycle and and, uh, and then how we can help them along the way. Uh, I know from being in the front office that it's a – the idea of hiring somebody is a very time-consuming aspect of uh, of trying to do something in, in this game. And uh, we're trying to do as much as we can to help the clubs along the way uh, to bring candidates to them that are competitive and that are deserving of an opportunity to be considered in the pool for any kind of opening. So that that's a, a big thing. We're trying to make them understand that we're in this together to help them uh, to give them a, uh, a even more diversified pool of candidates to look at, and uh, the clubs themselves obviously will make the call on who they decide. Uh, but we're just trying to make sure individuals that uh, are of we think of value to be considered are, are brought forward. Now, just because I'm curious, will your group act as a kind of a two-way street between? Your group and and the teams that would be hiring and also and the candidates like will would the candidates be able to reach out to to your group specifically or will you guys be the ones reaching out? It's it's a mixture. They can they, it's a two way street fully. Uh, they can uh, individuals can reach out to me uh, and uh, I'll be involved in uh, getting a chance to, to know them during the course of the, the process. Uh, and then also I was talking to the clubs to find out what their exact needs are and what they're looking for. Uh, for a candidate in the different positions that are going to be available. So it's it's definitely a case where uh, I'm basically like a middleman between both the clubs and the individuals that are out there. So uh, in my, from my standpoint, I get a chance to try to help the individuals uh, and also explain those that may not have the experience, give them an idea of what to expect as they go through the process as well. Uh, and also, I look at myself also as a mentor and an advisor two individuals that are in the game throughout. And uh, so far I've had a, a good amount of uh, feedback from talking to different individuals and how I can try to, you know, they've got questions about different areas or uh, it's a case where I'm, I'm here to help them and, uh, and, and hopefully lead them in the right direction where they're trying to go. 
I'll finish up this interview or go towards the end of this interview with with this question first, which is when you hang up the spikes, as it were, or the, the fancy shoes, what do you want people to say about your tenure as the senior director of the front office diversity pipeline program? Yeah, for me, I, I look at it as I want individuals to, to first and foremost, they realize that I care about this game. I care about people and the fact that I want to see people succeed and see people achieve, you know, goals in this game. And uh, when I can look back in my own life, I can, I want to make sure I can feel that I gave back to this game in some form. And, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to bring to the, this program. And, and give people opportunities that are obviously people that are well deserved, well deserving, and, and feel like I've done something to make a difference. Are there any tangible goals that you guys are going for, like maybe numbers wise, uh, or is it mainly just to try and try to give an influx of talent in, in the appropriate places? It's right now. It's really more of just trying to see if we can increase the fully increase the numbers as far as uh there's no actual like true measurable that we're trying to have to be exact on but just a case of are we putting steps are we having a process that's going to allow individuals to be part of the process of fully being involved in the hiring process and um, the more we can get people actually in the interview room that right there is going to be big as far as getting them an opportunity potentially to get hired by by a club. And uh, you know, at this stage, we're trying to define a few things, a few elements of it. But for sure, the case is we want to get individuals uh, as much opportunity as possible to have an opportunity to, to get a, to get a foothold in this game. For individuals that are that are out there that are listening, that are you know thinking about a career in baseball, you know, definitely check out the Baseball Industry Network. That is on LinkedIn. Uh, we've got over 28,000 members in the group, and just a great avenue to maybe get you one step closer to where you're trying to go as far as getting into the industry. Uh, the baseball industry is itself a very much a people business, and relationships are so so vital. And uh, the baseball industry network definitely helps give you opportunities to network and uh, to get your name out there. So take advantage of it. And you never know where somebody listening, somebody reading, can understand kind of who you are, what your perspective is, and be willing to help you out. And I'd have to say that this Baseball Industry Network, which I absolutely shamelessly am a part of, I got to say that this is going gonna to get so much more clout now. I mean, what a perfect position that you have now. And then to, to in part, still be with the Baseball Industry Network, that, that really should help that grow as well even more. I mean, it's already huge, but I can't, yeah. it's going to grow like I, I, crazy. I, I totally believe that, and there's a lot that we can do. Uh, while while I operate mainly within the baseball ops side, still there's so much we still can do as far as helping individuals. I'm working hand-in-hand with our uh, different departments here, with our recruiting department as well. And uh, thanks to the efforts of what we can do with the Baseball Energy Network, that's also going to feed into that, what we're doing here with Major League Baseball. Before we go, it's time for a Tops Talk Trivia Contest, where we give away a particular card or a box to a lucky fan. 
This week, we'll be giving away two of the Tops Now Jackie Robinson cards to two lucky fans who can answer the following trivia question. What was Jackie Robinson's batting line in his first game in Major League Baseball? You have until April 19th at 11.59 p.m. to answer the question, and you can do so by following us on Twitter at TopsTalk and use the hashtag TopsTalkTrivia. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening to TopsTalk, and we hope you hear us again soon. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Audioboom, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and you can find us on Twitter at TopsTalk. If you have any questions or comments or would like to tell us your collecting story on a future podcast, send us an email at topstalk at tops.com. Special thanks goes to Clay Laraski, Leanne Minutoli, Susan LeJudai, Andrew Diamond, Mike Lincolns, Mike Salerno, and Tyrone Brooks. This has been Episode 20 of Tops Talk. Tops Talk.